This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because those have plenty. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? The Guardian Leviosa. From now on, you do as I do. You may the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Ready Welcome for this? to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda. And with me today is my awesome, hilarious, wonderful, and Santa hat-wearing co-host, Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus, it's so oh. nice of you to join Geek Herring today. Well, my darling child, I'm very glad to be here with you on this fine day, two days before we have to work the most in our in our year once again. Uh Hi. <laughs> I really appreciate you taking the time out from, you know, your busy schedule being here. Um, I'm sure that last night your husband was out delivering presents all across the world to all those children. And, you know, this is your first day back together after that very stressful evening apart. Yeah, together. And if you know what I mean, <laughs> we really came back together. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Claus, this is not that kind of show. Is it not? I thought. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Then I will hand it over to your co-host again, who obviously is so much more mature and so much less filled. Nobody believes that. Funniest story of the day. <laughs> also probably all lies. <laughs> How are you doing, Amanda? Doing good. Thanks. Glad to be here. Glad to be recording our last episode recording of the year. That is wow. crazy. 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 We kind of were so unprepared that we don't even know what's going on this week. <laughs> we're, we're, we're having a Christmas party. We're drinking Kahlua and wine. We're wearing crazy hats. And we've got like two things to announce and celebrate. And um, yeah, Christmas is happening. Christmas is happening. Whether we like to or not, Christmas is happening. And despite 2020 being a shit show, we all just kind of have to make the best out of it. And that's why I'm wearing a, a Santa hat, even though, as Marty in chat said, Money with a Santa said 2020 is really going downhill. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, this is twice in one week that you've worn the Santa hat on stream. So maybe actually 2020 is going up, like, just like this little bit of much. But is me wearing a Santa hat something that lifts the ear or something that, that lowers the ear? On my, in my books, it's lowering the ear. So I can assume that like you, you may be thinking that it lifts the ear, but not here. Well, you know, this is the third Christmas episode that we have done. Every year for the last three years, we have recorded a Christmas episode. And the first one, you were like, bah, fucking humbug. I don't do Christmas. That's exactly what you sounded like. And last wrong. year, you were like, I have a Christmas tree. I have a Christmas topper. I have ornaments. And like, I felt, I even called the episode, your Grinch is melting. And this year, you're wearing a fucking Christmas hat on the fucking Christmas stream. So, I mean, I think, I think 
you maybe are starting to like Christmas. Well, that's a bit far-fetched, isn't that? That is, is that, really far-fetched. Is it, yes. though? Is it, though? Even yes, Marty is. had a saying, is that old heart slowly melting, Moni? <laughs> is it? She's smiling. She's laughing. That's the wine, folks. She's that's the wine. Don't wine. And she's like, ah, and Beard is like, Monica, you're a Hallmark movie, and you didn't even realize it. <laughs> If I'm in a Hallmark movie, then where is my guy or where is the person then? Where is the human being doing weird things or whatever? Hello, weirdo. Yes, entrance time now. Yeah, yeah, thanks. As if he would ever talk to you. (laughs) He talks to me. We talk all the time. He nods at you and he's like, "Mm." well, yeah. Yes, no, hi, bye. I'm winning. I'm losing. Probably losing because he's not great at Mario Kart. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. Yes, and you made me watch a Christmas movie. And I watched Love Actually on Monday. Hmm. How was that how, with a rewatch? I actually haven't seen it for a few years. And I've heard that maybe it's not holding up quite as well as I once imagined it did. Hmm. In what, what regard? I read about uh, Kira Knightley's scenes. I I didn't... Didn't look too much into it, but like Kira Knightley scenes are very um, bland. Not bland. I'm trying to think of how to word it. Like um, they are pro misogyny. Like they they kind of like allow allows her like no not not consenting and stuff. I don't know. I didn't read too much into it, and I was like, oh, I haven't actually looked at it with this kind of lens. You mean lens? Yeah. So I. I mean. In in a weird that in a way that she would not consent to the romantic gesture that her husband, her boyfriend's fiance's then husband's best friend gives her. Mm. No, he's never like he's put number one. He's never telling her that he's actually in love with her in the first place. She finds that out because she doesn't get off his back because she wants to have this wedding videos and he she then basically comes into his place and um finds a video and then watches it and all the while he just tries to avoid her even being there and she just basically waltzes right in and um then when she realizes what it means he leaves from his own apartment because he doesn't want to be there and then the next scene is like the next scene between like after all the other scenes, but the next scene in this timeline, basically, he's standing in front of the door and he's telling her that. Mm. He basically, to him, she's perfect. Mm -hmm. And then he leaves. And then she runs after him and gives him a kiss on the mouth and then she runs back in and that's the entire story. Mm. So I'm like, it doesn't feel as if she wouldn't consent to anything because she's... He's never approaching her for anything more. He just tells her how he feels. And I don't necessarily already see that as a as a something that it that is not consensual. Okay. In that moment, because he just does it and then he leaves and it doesn't seem like he wants anything more because he obviously also she obviously is the his best friend's wife and that's more important to him than mm-hmm. or that's what I read from it. Maybe that's me with being gooey-eyed or whatever. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like I say, I haven't watched it back with like a super critical feminist lens or anything, but mm-hmm. I just wondered what you thought, like having seen it just the other day. So, no, Kira Knightley's scenes, they weren't the ones where I was like, hmm, 
more a bit of some other comments from other things where I would be like, would they say that again now? Like how you Grant is talking about women in general um, with with his thing there, like with 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 the one who then becomes his girlfriend, fiance, I suppose. There are a few lines where I was like, mm, don't know if that would have been in the script. Would have and and the movie's seventeen years old. People, seventeen years. Wow, so that's so like, long. Yeah, because I was looking and I was like, Hugh Grant is so fucking young. How old is this movie? It can't be that old. And then I was looking it up and it's 2003. Wow. That doesn't feel like it's been out for that long. And yet at the same time, it also feels like it's been out for my entire life. I know. I mean, it is. It has been out for your entire life. It's been almost out like like half my life almost. Yeah. That's wild. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. And so that's why I'm like, okay, that's 17 years old too. A lot of lot happened in the last 17 years. So I suppose that's, and again, something that you need to put in the time frame of the thing, of everything. That doesn't make the movie we we watched on 5.5 any more feminist. That was also like, it's a cheesy over bullshit oh yeah that um, was a total hallmark movie for anybody that doesn't know um there's another podcast that i am part of 5.5 where we watch 5.5 rated movies from imdb and of course we had monica on as our guest for our christmas episode because we know how much she loves christmas and yeah, um, the guest always chooses the movie except this time we none of us could find the movie that monica chose None of us. Well, I found it. I only then figured out that it was solely in German on <laughs> Amazon Prime. And you can probably not watch the movie entirely in German with subtitles. So we had to switch to something. And um, I somehow didn't want to bother Marty with a gay Christmas movie that was on the list. So I was like, okay, then. And then we ended up with the one that was available on Netflix, which I don't even know the name of anymore. A Night Before Christmas. <sighs> oh, yeah. A Night Before Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, it was, I've seen it twice now. Yeah, I don't know what's yeah. wrong with you. You're in for the pain, are you? Well, we watched it the first time last year because it was a Christmas movie and it was a new one. And mom and I like cheesy Christmas movies. That one's bad though. And then we had to watch it again this year. And I was like, <sighs> I mean, you can't complain about watching a bad movie when you have a podcast reviewing bad movies. So True. I'm like, well, it's kind of. They might be a hidden gem though. You know, that's not the hidden gem. Not that one, no. That one Did you not. ever find a hidden gem? We have found quite a few hidden gems, especially in season one of Five Point Five. There was quite a few hidden gems. I wonder how how often movies become hidden gems because you actually have to watch them together, and because of the entire situation, that automatically becomes a gem because you have been through some shit together, and that just makes some things more memorable than others. Yeah, maybe, but like the, the very first movie that we did, Super Bob, was like it was seriously epic. And then there was How to Have an Orgy in a Small Town. That one was like so good. Um, and we did bump another one this season, but I can't. Oh, it was Baywatch. I think we Baywatched bumped it. The new one. Oh, I haven't. I still haven't listened to that one because oh we were God. apparently like all about feminism and whatever in that movie. Mm-hmm. That movie. feminist movie disguised as a dick movie that disguises dick jokes. I don't know. I've watched bits of it and I couldn't finish it because I was like, 
There is so much Zac Efron in a pumped up version that I can handle, but not not enough. Like it doesn't. This doesn't. This is the most important. Problem. I just don't what? see the problem. There's no problem. Yeah. There. Well, I mean, for you. Well, I don't know. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. So, what are some of your other favorite Christmas movies? Like, let's talk like cheesy romancy, not like you know the classics like Muppets Christmas Carol and. Not something I ever watched. Well, that's like a tradition. Tom and I watch that every Christmas Eve. No. Can we, once again, I have this conversation too often and I all, I immediately, I get, once again need to have it because I just can't fucking remember. Christmas Eve is the 24th, then yeah. Christmas Day is the 25th, Correct. and then Boxing Day is the 26th? Yes. Okay, cool. Because I never know. When you talk about Christmas Day, you mean the 25th now, you mean the 24th now. I'm very confused considering we only celebrate on 24th and then True. that's it basically uh, okay no i don't watch your classics like i don't watch your rudolph i don't watch your um muppets because that was not something that we we had on tv at all <sighs> the thing that that i associate with christmas for some reason is always the last unicorn um and i do remember watching like the old santa claus movies with what who, what's his face tim allen oh they are the best one like I only like watched I think the first one, maybe the second. I'm not entirely sure if I made it through. The through second all and third are actually quite good. I mean they're they're not as like top tier as the first one, but they're for sequels they're not bad. Like they're actually pretty good. Isn't who is the, the kid in the first one? Um, I don't know. Isn't that, that it's not the, the, the kid he actually plays in tool time with? No. No, you're thinking of Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Oh yeah, I didn't think. Yeah, no, it's not him. They did play in a movie right. together, though. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but I can see it. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but you can see it. Yeah, like I can picture the movie cover because, um, like, Tim Allen is kind of this businessman, and then he's got the kid, and there's something to do with like I don't know, I don't know, hmm. like a a wild jungle. But it was started in '94, the Santa Claus movies. Mm-hmm. Started in 94, and then in 2002 was Santa Claus 2, and then Santa Claus, the escape clause, was in 2006. Wow. That's that's actually quite a long range for those, like, three movies to come out. Totally. That's why I was I was thinking in 2004, uh, in 1994, I was 10. Mm. And then in 2002, I was almost 18. So I'm like... There's too much time has passed between those two movies for me to like watch it in the same kind of realm. Wiebke mm-hmm. <laughs> says, we watch good old alien invasion movies on Christmas. Don't ask me why. Because that brings in the Christmas mood. <laughs> it makes you want to survive another year. We all want to survive though. I don't know. So one of my favorite like Christmas movie is actually the holiday. Um, have you seen that one with um, Kate Winslet and Jack Black, Jude Law? Oh, and- I know that one. Ooh, yes, I've seen that one. That is probably one of my absolute favorite holiday movies. Um, it really, I, I think it really holds up. And I mean, Jack Black, can Jack Black really do anything wrong? The answer is no. The answer is no. Jack Black is a legend. It is hilarious that you come up with that now because I just a few days ago the um 
I found a tweet that made me chuckle, uh, and I then also read it, read all the all the replies that Jack Black is hot in 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 Holiday, and that's it. That's the tweet basically, and people like agreeing to to what is going on, and then basically say Jack Black is hot, period, and not only in in the Holiday and and whatever. So that that caused a whole lot of 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 swooning for Jack Black, and that made me laugh as well. I mean, like I don't actually think that I find him very attractive, like physically, but intellectually, like mentally, his personality, I'm like, he is really hot. Um, But like, I I think I love him so much that I wouldn't sleep with him. That's a weird thing to do. Hmm. Because you don't want to break him or or what? (laughs) I would break him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've heard it here first. Uh, Amanda will... Well, never never mind. Blake Jack back in the bedroom. Uh, okay. <laughs> what a Christmas episode. Hey, make him wear Santa hats and then it's Christmas time. Exactly. <laughs> Christmas hats, wine, Kahlua, talking about shagging Jack Black. It's, it's a party. Yes. It's a party in my pants. Oh god. So yeah, a holiday is a nice movie. It's a nice I like I like Jude Law. Um despite like I have phases where I don't really like Chute Law, but I kind of like Chute Law. I'm the exact same. I'm like, I kind of hate you, but I also kind of love you. And it works. Mm. Was it Cameron Diaz is the other one? Yeah. And Kate Winslet? Yeah. I love and Kate Winslet, though. I do, too. And I love Cameron Diaz. So, like, you no, really- I'm biased about Cameron Diaz. You don't like her? No, I don't know. I mean, I don't, don't like, like her. I kind I. I- I think I had like this tie situation between Cameron Diaz and Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. And then I heard like this podcast episode with Gwyneth Paltrow and everything was fine and frozen and whatever. Until she then was like, I don't know in what Marvel vo- movie I'm in. And I'm like, they probably paid you a shit ton of fucking money. Um, and you're just like whatever was it iron man was it whatever and other people had to tell her in what movie she was and i'm like i get it that it's all like a blur for you probably but i mean you could at least put some effort into like not making the roles that you play that are so important for so many people just sound like it's a fucking shit show because your role was great it was not the worst movie that you ever did in your life and you probably got paid a shit ton of money to be there in the first place so i'm like that that made her really un, un yeah but what does that have to do with Cameron Diaz that's kind of that both of them kind of first I liked Gwyneth Paltrow more and and Cameron Diaz was like yeah whatever I kind of find you weird but I like Gwyneth Paltrow more but now they kind of switched places for a bit but I still don't know if I'm really enjoying Cameron Diaz as an as an actress or whatever uh, even though Dennis said that she apparently quit the acting, which I also I wasn't aware that. of. But that's that is sad. Have you seen um, her film, The Sweetest Thing? No, unless it has a different name in German, which I obviously also don't oh, know. It right might. Now. I don't know. It's we always have different names. True. That's a that's that's a good movie. Um, I haven't seen that one. I don't think so. It's fantastic. With um, oh yes and. Gwyneth Paltrow is the one who is selling vagina smelling candles and uh, uh, coochie steaming, basically, where mm-hmm. you sit on a on a stool with a hole and then you just steam your hoo ha, and they will make you all young from the inside. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, strange, strange ones. Yeah, 
I'm not but saying I haven't anything is wrong with steaming your coochie, but because I know people that do it and swear by it, um, but that's not something that I'm super down for. Yeah, I don't know. I what scientifically apparently that's generally bullshit because the vagina is something that cleans itself. Um, and put you like blowing a steam up your interiors there is basically um not something that is helping anything and not really anything that would improve the state down there. Yeah. Teach their own, not for me, but I'm not gonna mm. judge the people I know who do it for doing it. I'll maybe judge them for something else, you know, but not that. Yeah, we're all <laughs> judging people for something. Exactly. Why do you love holidays so much? Oh, I don't know. I think there's just something really heartwarming and lovely about it. And like, I, I, I definitely has to do with the actors themselves. Like, I think that mm-hmm. there's just a lot of good vibes and chemistry based on who they are um, and kind of just love to see their interactions i like that there's you know there's the happy ending and that's really lovely and like it's predictable but it's not like super predictable and there's just i don't know it's it just is a movie that makes me smile yeah it's those good kind of good romance films basically that like that's in a nice time you have nice characters and they and it's not like, like it's cheesy, but it's not overly freaking cheesy. Like the book that we've read last week where I'm like, that's too much for anyone to handle. And it's not like a Hallmark movie. So it's just like, it's really nice. People, it has a nice storyline and it's just a heartwarming film in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's emotional. It's Christmas themed. It's got like romance and it's hilarious and Jack Black. So, like, it really has all of the things to make a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's a nice movie. Is that on any streaming platform? It's available on Canadian Netflix um, because oh. I keep seeing it and I'm like, oh, we need to watch that. Maybe I'll I'll make that suggestion tonight. Um, what we yes. did watch the other day, um, which I was kind of excited for because we watched the first one last year, was The Christmas Chronicle 2. Um, have you seen that? It's new on Netflix this year with um, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Is that his name? No. Kurt Russell. Is that his name or am I just... Kurt Russell. Yeah. Is that the right name? Um, anyways, it was that Goldie one. Goldie Hawn's husband is Jack yeah. Kurt Russell. Yes, that's that's yes. that's the film. Then, yeah, I was He's just like... He's also is the that... guy who plays the planet in The Guardians. Yes. <laughs> and Quill's dead, basically. Exactly. Perfect. Um, yeah, so he plays Santa, and the uh, the Christmas Chronicle, which came out last year. I mean, it was fine. It was not like this is the best holiday movie ever, but it was like nice. It was not romance. It was it was a kids movie, but it was kind of good. So I was kind of excited for the second one. It was yeah. fucking terrible. It was so oh, bad. It was awful. All of us were sitting there like, this is <laughs> what really is this bad. Shit? <laughs> Why? The acting was terrible. The plot line was not like, I don't know. It could have been good, but I think the acting really killed it. Um, it was, it was just really bad. It was like the night before Christmas bad, but like worse. Yeah. At least Vanessa Hutchins is like steady with her cheesy movie performance. So you're not like, well, we've seen you do this like 15,000 times now. There is nothing new. We know you can be cheesy and like super swoony and whatever. But yeah, no, no 
fancy shit going on there, basically. Mm-hmm. And then you have really bad acting, where it's just that where your tall nails basically flip themselves over because it's so painful. Yeah, this is this was what it was. Don't recommend it at all. Is that also with Kurt Russell, though, or is it mm-hmm. just a sequel? Oh. It's the sequel, but it's with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn and the same girl that was in the first one, and it was just a stinker. Do not recommend. Oh, no. If you're like, should I watch it? Like, would this be a nice movie to put on on Christmas Day with the family? No. Do not put yourself <laughs> no. through that misery. Put your children in a room. They can watch it. They can hate it on their own. But do not put yourself through it. Don't. Don't. Oh, don't. Oh, and his recommendation, so- stay the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> when you're so emotional about this, um, I'm like, you, usually you're, you're like, yeah, whatever. Kind of nice. But when you're already like, fuck this shit, this bullshit, then it's probably really not watchable. Yeah. Then Monica's like, I'm going to watch that now and see what it's all about. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's a Christmas bad. movie. It's not one where I would be like, it's not like the human centipede where I was like, it's kind of so fucked up. You need to have seen this. Also, 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Like, don't watch <laughs> it. It's fuck, big, fucked up. This most fucked up movie you've ever seen in your entire life. Like both of them. Bonkers. Bonkers. Ugh can't like a friend that was there with us when we were all watching it together he literally spent like two hours that the entire movie was running on the balcony sitting on his own on a fucking bench that's super uncomfortable instead of watching the movie and in hindsight i totally understand (laughs) in hindsight i wish i was there too (laughs) yeah but it's kind of like a car crash you kind of need to watch it and be like who the flying fuck comes up with a storyline like this and apparently there are three movies um and there I haven't are. watched the third one, and I haven't seen the third one, and I don't think I need to see it at all. But man, that's something else. Oh so my god! I don't god. know how this came about because I haven't seen any of the Human Centipedes. However, Tom oh, and I did fast forward through the first one and the third one. Um, just kind of fast forward. Just, I don't know. I don't know why we did this. You would need to ask past Amanda and Tom because future pr- present Amanda kind of is just like, I don't know why we did this. Um, but like we fast forwarded and the third one is set in a prison and there's like a scene at the end with all the inmates sewn together and it was disgusting. We were like, yeah, yeah, I know. What? I know. It's just, what? I know. Why? <laughs> it's kind of very confusing though how many going back to christmas movies how many christmas movie situations are out there i totally heard the plane (laughs) yeah it's a helicopter but i can't see it sorry it's a helicopter but i don't know oh we get military planes overhead and they're a lot louder so i know it's a helicopter (laughs) um so yeah and there are a lot of Christmas moving movies and Christmas themed things happening on Netflix and also on Disney Plus where they have this I don't know Star Wars Christmas version and that Christmas version and just can't bring myself to watch it because I'm like do we need that content in our lives do we really need like I mean okay now that I think of it I do kind of need R2D2 in a Santa Claus costume or whatever like I'm kind of here for that now that I'm mentioning it or baby Yoda in a 
I saw so many, I saw so many Christmas trees that now use baby Yoda as the tree topper. And it's so adorable. And I'm kind of jealous. I kind of wanted to know, even though I like my tree topper too. You've got a great the, tree topper. I There's a great. house um, around the corner from us that has a like a blow up baby Yoda holding a candy cane wearing a Santa hat. Uh, it's the fucking cutest thing ever. I can totally understand. I haven't seen it, but I already know that you're right. Perhaps I will. It's not raining tonight. Well, it's not raining now. So hopefully it's not raining tonight. So I will be yeah. able to get a picture, Aww. perhaps. Adorable. Um, so sad last night when Saturn and Jupiter were the closest in like 400 years in the sky. And we had clouds and rain. And I was like, I can't even fucking see the conjunction. This is bullshit. Aww. They'll still be close tonight, but they'll not be as close as they were last night. No, I also missed through the solar eclipse when it happened. So that was also kind of sad. Also yeah. doesn't happen anymore in 500 years, not at least around here. So uh, sad Just times. have to chase the eclipses. Yeah. <laughs> if we want to talk about travel in 2020 now. No, we don't. We're, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not expecting to go anywhere anytime soon. Um, I know. Tom and I had decided that for Christmas we were going to get each other like a long weekend away somewhere, like just hunker down somewhere local, like not fly anywhere, just like, um, I don't know, go up the island or something, get a something or save it until we go home to Northern Ireland and like just have a little staycation. And then yeah. as of Saturday, we're having 28 days of lockdown. And then like three days later, we've got flights back to Northern Ireland. So I'm like, oh, glad God. we didn't book is- anything. <laughs> oh, dear. It's just to get away from everything. Everything. Holidays are so necessary. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And for you especially. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So necessary. So but necessary. They will come eventually. One day. Maybe. <laughs> One day. Maybe. One day. <laughs> That's how 2020 broke everyone. I can never get out of this shit show. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to do this now. No, we're we not going to get down to the dumps. No. We're celebrating the thing that is Christmas. Yay. Yes. Where did that EA fucking come from? I don't even know. It must be the one half half glass of wine that I just had. Like Christmas. Yay. Yay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sad, sad time that we are celebrating it. Like, it's kind of like you knew. Now that you know that you can't do the things that you usually can do, you're like, yeah, I need to make the best out of it now. Even though you didn't make the best out of it when it happened years and years and years before, you were like, yeah, whatever, I can't be asked, it's bullshit. And now you're like, well, it was kind of great that we could do that. And now we can't do that. And it's just annoying. And yeah. And I don't even have a couch. First yeah. world fucking problems. First world problems. Oh, so I'm a little bit sad because um, a tradition that we've had since I was born, um, not specifically like me and my parents, but like my whole extended family here in Canada, is we've always gotten together on Christmas Eve. Um, and growing up, it was like there was the five aunts and uncles, my grandparents, and then all the grandchildren. There's eight of us. So it was a, it was a full house. And it carried on after I left um, for Northern Ireland. And like Christmas Eve kind of, it kept going on. And um, I missed like 12 of them. Came home three years ago and was like, ah, yay, I'm here for Christmas Eve. Kind of sucked. It wasn't as magical as it was when you were a kid, mm-hmm. but that's fine. But anyways, this year I like said to my cousins, I was like, what if we organized a secret Santa? Since we can't get together physically this year, we could Aww. do like a secret Santa and like 
drop off or post each other a present, like not like individuals, but couples. So I was like, it might be really nice Mm -hmm. and we can get together on a Zoom call and like open them together. And all of the cousins that I floated the idea to were like, no, don't want to do that. Oh, no. Oh, that's bad. Wow. Oh, God. So I was like, fine. They're like, we like the idea of a Zoom call. And I was like, what's the point in a Zoom call if there's no presence? Well, I mean, getting together and talking to the people that you love, I suppose. Well, do they even love us if they don't want to have like a little... Well, maybe their love language is not gifts. Well, mine is not either. I just thought it would be really nice. And they're like, no. I'm like, right. No problem. (laughs) Life is hard. But what are the good things that you're going to do this Christmas? On Christmas Eve, we're going to have a little bit of a buffet because that's my favorite way to celebrate Christmas Eve now. It's like a tradition for me and Tom is to like make a little buffet for the two of us and watch all three of my cheesy Christmas movies because they're like 25 minutes long each. So, And then we watch Muppets Christmas Carol, um, like the Santa Claus, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and Frosty. They're all like 25, 30 minutes long. So we can watch all three of them and the same like the time it takes to watch Muppets Christmas Carol. Okay. It's a fair trade-off. And we have, like, snacky foods, and we just, like, cozy up together. And um, this year, it's not really happening. Like, we're still going to have the movies on, but also my parents have invited, like, one couple over at 2 o'clock, and then my uncle and aunt are coming over at 7 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, well, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think we're still going to do a buffet, but we might not be able to do the movies, which – um, maybe we can watch them on Christmas Day because we have no plans. Just uh, open in presents. Eat food. Yay. Yeah, but that's, that's it. fine. Like whatever day it is sounds fine, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on Boxing Day, we always have a big um, brunch, like a cooked breakfast. And Tom brought over some treats from Northern Ireland. Yay. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be good. We've got, oh, we don't have any orange juice. That's a disaster. Well, that's a disaster. Christmas is canceled. We don't have any orange juice. Well, because we, I like we we have mimosas for Boxing Ooh, Day brunch, okay, um, and right that. now we only have champagne. <laughs> I'm like, we can't have a mimosa if there's no orange I'm, juice. You can have champagne. I don't like champagne on its own. Oh, yeah, I'm and very fussy. Wrong yeah. Asti, buy martini asti. Oh, I know. And but then, then we still that- need to go out and buy and <sighs> you still have time you're in quarantine like what i forgot to buy dishwasher tablets today that's like the that's something i also need to buy tomorrow and i'm like no i didn't know where that was a grocery shop nightmare so what are you doing this year how are well, you celebrating oh nothing yeah. um well um we're not going down to the in-laws just because we want to make sure there's nothing going on considering the um father-in-law is also like high risk category so we don't stay in close proximity like we see each other but we also like even now we're just like there occasionally but not hug or anything not that we ever hug or something so um but we left it out like on my birthday and we don't like go try and not go close to each other so we also won't sit together during food which we usually would have done um we also won't go to my family or what's left of it um so basically we will get food delivered from downstairs or we're going to pick it up from downstairs it will be just some sort of sausages and bread and stuff so it's just cold 
smorgasbord, <laughs> so bread with with sausage and cheese and shit like that. And then I suppose we're gonna watch a movie or whatever. And there's a lot going on on a lot of Twitch channels, so that's probably where I will spend the rest of my time playing video games with weirdos on the internet. Um, that sounds nice, though. At least you get to spend time with people in some capacity. Yeah. Like I think yeah, I that think there's a lot of people in the same boat this year where they can't get together with family or friends like yeah. they normally do. So Twitch is a pretty great alternative. Yeah, and the, 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 like there are loads of people who also just increase because they also can't go anywhere, right? So they increase mm-hmm. the numbers of the times that they're streaming and um, make sure it's a lot very comfortable for everyone that people can play with each other and and it's not solely. Um, the person running the show so it's very interactive and very community oriented and i think it's great mm-hmm. and so that's what's going on and that's what's happening and that's what i'm gonna do we're gonna and eventually i'm gonna get my couch just not now <laughs> one day one day one day i had a song in my head but at the same time while i was singing it i was losing it again so i'm like whatever but yeah that's how it's going to go i'm curious about new years to be honest whether or not Mm -hmm. people will celebrate and will shoot all the rockets and shit like that was that a thing that happens for you firecrackers and stuff oh yeah a lot like we have a view from where we are over the entire town basically and we have free fireworks every every new year's so now i don't know if people are gonna do it or not i know germany forbid it like germany doesn't allow people to buy fireworks Mm. um we haven't done that yet but we're also again back in quarantine from the 27th so i don't know if people want to i don't know not celebrate 2020 or if they're going especially hard because they're like fuck this burn shit i'm gonna exactly burn the shit fucking down um so we will see how that goes yeah. but yeah christmas is not gonna be super special like i have my tree i don't even have proper presents um yeah so just i guess we'll have to see what happens for new year's yeah. new year's for me it, i've always had a party of some kind um mm. I think that's going to be weird that it's just going to be like me telling my parents same as Mm -hmm. every other night. I'm like, okay. Um, But we'll see. I don't know. Because fireworks aren't really a thing. Um, Like in Canada. Is that not something that Canada does? Really? No, not really. Um, Not that I really remember. Okay. To be honest. My, my, I mean, my New Year's are mostly parties like I've always my friend group we kind of split up who had the parties and my party Mm -hmm. of the year was always New Year's so like I don't really remember fireworks it was just parties when were you in Canada last time for New Year's Year's? Mm -hmm. Um, three years ago okay Um, no that's a lie three years ago we left on New Year's Eve Eve, so we left Canada on the 30th to fly to the Netherlands um, for New Year's Eve. So the last time I was in Canada for New Year's Eve was 10 or 11 years ago. And Ooh, my best okay. friend Steph had a party at her mom's house. Okay. Um, but the last two years, no, last year I was, Tom and I were in Florida and we had a uh, party with like all my parents' friends in the retirement village. Um, mm-hmm. And then like our good friends, Felicia and Ian came down. Um, so they were there as well. And Felicia and I got very, 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 very drunk. Very, 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 Well done, you. That's how you do so, it. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. Yeah. But yeah, this year everything is a bit different and we tried to make the most of it for some reason. And you can also do that in a geeky way, in one way or the other. So mm-hmm. I think the world is open to us weirdos. I think so. I think, you know, 2020 has shown that online friendships and communication, it's uh, its not that weird. It is true. It's totally fine. So, yeah. Um, this is our last episode recording in 2020. Thank goodness. Yes. Um, we release our New Year's Day episode with uh, Geek Girl Strong, Robin Warren, talking about why fitness is a feminist issue. And um, yeah, our, we're starting the new year strong with some body positivity themes and self-love and loving the skin you're in. Looking forward to that. I really am looking forward to that because like how many people just make resolutions that are like, oh, I'm going to lose weight this year. And it's like, does that does anybody ever stick to that resolution ever? Number one, no. Number two, no. And also... After 2020, I think planning so far in advance and being all like, I am going to change my life this year and I'm going to be like the best version of myself or whatever, um, can also just simply go, go shit. You can't go shit because um, sometimes we just need to get to a place where we are comfortable and confident and satisfied and happy with the, the where we're at and in our body and in our life. And um, this is basically the the antithesis to the constant drive for change of humans, which is great if that's what you want. And um, we're always here for growth, but that doesn't mean that uh, uh, the current version is lacking or is not good the way it is. So we try to um, raise a bit more awareness about the fact that we're all worthy and we're fine the way we are. Here fucking here. (laughs) Here fucking here. Here fucking here. Um, (laughs) So yeah, with that... This is Geek Herring signing off for 2020. Have a wonderful Christmas time. Have an even better New Year's Eve. And we'll see you again in 2021, the year of hope. (laughs) And the year where a lot of stuff will be going on around here. Yes. Yes. All of that. Merry Christmas. Happy ho, ho, ho. See you next year, my friends. If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Mm-hmm.